Hello and welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey Jonathan, how's it going? You remember that time when I suggested that you and Keith drive the RV from Wake Forest to Anaheim for the annual meeting? I do remember that and I, I pushed pretty hard for that with Keith. For it? Well, let me yeah, just let I you know, I'm, I'm Team Keith now. Okay. Um, because, no, that, that would have been a very, very bad idea. Explain. Tell me why. That's a long drive. I just yes. did it in a car. That's a long drive. Yes. Yes, you did. Did you take Route 66? No, we did not. No, we took I-70, or like 24 to 70 to, or something to 70 to 15 or something like that. So- Nashville, Kansas City, Denver, Cedar City, Vegas, Los Angeles. So, but yeah, you, it was but if, long ways. But you've had a good trip? Well, we had a great trip. Absolutely. Yes. And you're getting getting settled? Yes. Uh, yes. Getting Ethan set for college. So he starts awesome. Tuesday at California Baptist University. Shout out to the, the Lancers out here. And uh, we're really excited. So, But we made it and, and everything's good. Good for him. Amy, let's jump into it. If you're looking for a Christ-centered, scripture-driven, and student-focused undergraduate education, then look no further than Texas Baptist College, located in Fort Worth, Texas. Texas Baptist College is dedicated to providing trustworthy Christian higher education to undergraduate students, no matter where God is calling them. And on October 21st, you have the opportunity to explore everything Texas Baptist College has to offer at its Fall Preview Day. Students and parents are invited to tour the campus, talk to the faculty, explore degree offerings, and meet fellow students. Let Texas Baptist College help you find your calling. Fall Preview Day is free, so get registered today at texasbaptist.com slash preview. That's Texas Baptist College Fall Preview Day on October 21st. texasbaptist.com slash preview. Amy, on to the news and, and maybe a, a somewhat surprising lead story this week. Sonny Tucker, the Arkansas Baptist State Convention Executive Director, has announced his retirement. Yep, there we go. So we have another opening in the South in a legacy, you know, kind of convention, a Southern convention. So Sonny Tucker announced on Wednesday, the 31st, that he will be retiring at the end of the year, uh, saying he wants to be a more present and participative father and grandfather. And I can't argue with that. I think that's a great reason. He said that uh, his wife has been a patient and supportive partner as he has been leading Arkansas Baptist, but now he wants to, um, to kind of give himself to his family. So he's been, uh, he's been in Arkansas for 10 years. Yeah. Well, in he's been at 10 years in that, in that role. role. Yeah. 15 yeah, 25. more. Yeah. yeah 25 totally total. 25. Yeah. So I, I think Paul Chitwood said it best when he said, um, that he'll be missing the executive director role, but ducks, white-tailed deer, wild turkeys, crappie, and all species of river catfish should be worried by this announcement. And he could not be more true with that because Sonny Tucker, he loves the outdoors. Well, I don't, I don't really know Sonny Tucker that well. Oh, well, I don't know him that well. We've only been around each other a little bit, but I know that tweet is true. Okay. <laughs> all right. I know him enough to know that. Yes. Well, this is, you know, this is significant because we've got lots of, lots of changes. South Carolina's looking, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but with uh, Gary Hollingsworth having left, we've got a lot of openings. Yes. Well, one opening we don't have anymore, Amy, 
is the BGAV, the Baptist General Association of Virginia. They have voted to accept a recommendation to nominate Wayne Faison as the next BGAV executive director. So this recommendation came from their search committee, and he will be presented for election at the annual meeting in Hampton, Virginia. There. The 199th so, annual that's right. meeting. That's, that's right. That's a lot. So Amy. I bet when he hits the ground running, he's got quite a meeting to plan for yeah. next year. He's got a year. Wayne, you got a year to plan number 200. So no pressure. Yes. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. So Wayne is currently the senior pastor of East End Baptist Church in Suffolk, Virginia. Prior to that, he spent 15 years in the banking industry. He's a D-man in black church leadership from the School of Theology at Southern and a Master of Divinity in Missions Evangelism and Church Group, also from Southern, and a mini-MBA from the University of Richmond. Dr. Faison is really involved in Virginia Baptist work there in the state and uh, been involved in, in the SBC as well. So I know his name is is known to many across the SBC, especially in Virginia, and we wish him the best in this role. All right. All right. And you mentioned South Carolina just a minute ago. They are looking for their next executive director. They are seeking resumes and recommendations through October 1st. Tell us a little bit more about that, Amy. That's right. So uh, we already knew that was was opening. Gary Hollingsworth had announced his retirement. Well, now their search team is taking resumes and recommendations, says that, you know, prospective individuals need to have a clear call of God to the ministry, have the ability to speak and write concisely and clearly, growth and leadership and strong and interpersonal relationship skills. So anyone who wants to learn about the position or send a resume or recommendation uh, send it to South Carolina. So lots yeah. of changes, openings, uh, transitions happening all over the place. Absolutely. And Amy, at the top of the show, I mentioned that uh, the Sonny Tucker news might have been a surprise uh, for many reasons, obviously not expecting him to announce his retirement. That's but right. also there was another big story in the SBC. And, and some of our listeners may be wondering why that was not the top story. Yeah, so the big talk of the week, it's been all over the media and certainly uh, lots of, I, I've seen lots of conversation on social media, was that the Village Church, which is an SBC church in uh, Flower Mound, Texas, announced on Sunday that Matt Chandler, lead pastor there, um, would take a leave of absence from teaching and preaching following uh, his admitting to inappropriate messaging with a woman on Instagram. Yes, Amy. And obviously, this also came as a surprise to many. Uh, many of you know Matt Chandler. He's pastored the 5,000-member Village Church since 2002 and has served as the president of Acts 29, uh, one of the largest church planning networks in North America since 2012. So, uh, I mean, you know, he's pretty high profile, been at several annual meetings and some of the ancillary uh, meetings The B21, I think, has had him a couple of times and uh, really a shocker for a lot of folks. Yeah. And um, certainly, I mean, there's been, we've covered things at the Village Church before he spoke. There was a situation that popped up a couple of years ago and he spoke at B21 about that, um, a recent lawsuit that was settled, things like that. But um, I think, you know, what we were talking about, folks may have said, okay, this has got to be the story of the week because it's the story that everyone is talking about. But you and I talked through, you know, when we settle what is going to be the top story of the week, we looked at this and thought, you know, the reality is the, the one that has significant systemic impact on the system is, is Sonny Tucker's retirement. Yeah. And, well, and, and also the hiring of Dr. Faison in Virginia and right. South Carolina looking for a new executive director. These executive directorships in the SBC 
affect the SBC ecosystem a lot more than maybe one pastor at one church in Texas, regardless of the size, right? Yeah. Yeah. So while we saw this, we recognized, okay, this, this is certainly impacting the conversation um, because, yeah, because of the presence of, of Matt Chandler, because of the uh, involvement of the village church and even the topic. I mean, I think that's, it, it raises conversations for people to just process what, to process what is happening and, and why we also sort of stepped back and looked and said, okay, we see a real, shifting, like you said, in the ecosystem that's going around, uh, that's going to change things significantly, especially yeah. especially with Arkansas and South Carolina, that by this time next year, it will have two you know, different leaders at the helm. And every time that happens, we just, we just see a bit of a shift. Yeah. We've seen it in North Carolina. We've seen it in Florida. We saw it in South Carolina whenever uh, Gary went there originally. So you're right about that. And we, we, we will see it in you know, Tennessee or Missouri or Alabama or Louisiana, whenever those executive directors, those are the kind of the few left, I think, that are long-term execs around the South. And whenever those seats change, things will change right. in the States. So it, it's a big deal. Right. It, de- it most definitely is. So we want to keep an eye on those and watch those and see where we end up in the next few yeah, months. Absolutely. All right. A couple more stories here. Some not so good news out of Arkansas. A former student pastor was arrested for sexual indecency with a child last week. Yeah, so uh, Keenan Horde was arrested on Thursday, like you said. He's been on the staffs of two Southern Baptist churches, most recently First Baptist Bentonville, and then also had served on staff at Bellevue Baptist in Memphis. In a statement, the church said the allegations came after his employment had ended, but they were the ones who made the report. Yeah, they reported so they, it, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting because at first, sometimes you get these statements and they're like, well, this happened after it. They were involved in that. So his employment had already ended. The allegations then come and they called the police when they learned about it. So they believe uh, investigators believe there could be up to 30 or more victims. That is the really disturbing part of this. So there are a couple of ways that I look at this. One is I'm horrified when I see The other is there are two things in this story that are important for us to take note of. One is what we just said. The First Baptist Bentonville made the call. They called the police. They reported and did all the necessary steps. And then Bellevue's response has been that they had no reports of criminal activity, but they have released a statement to their members asking them to please come forward if there is any information. And those are steps that we are beginning to see more and more, and we need to continue to see more of. Yeah. I mean, Bellevue, the great example right there. I mean, yeah, they had nothing to believe that he had done anything at Bellevue or anybody right. had been a victim at Bellevue. But they said, hey, in the event that this did happen, we're letting you yeah. know because you may not hear about this because he's in Arkansas now, but we know about it. So we're letting you know about it. That's right. And if there's something that Someone needs to come and tell us we want to know and please report that to the police. So su- just super crucial thing to note there. This is a horrific story, but every time that we do the right thing, we're going to see these stories. So yes. report, report, report. Yes. And if you have any information, the Bentonville police number is 479-271-3170. And that information is also in the story over at Baptist Press. Finally, Amy, this week, Lifeway held their trustee meeting here in Nashville. And uh, 
I think one of us went to it, but surprise, it's not the guy that lives in Nashville. Yeah, I was there. I, I popped in very quick in and out um, of Nashville, kind of 24 hour uh, trip. But yeah, they started doing something at the Lifeway meeting where they do a training for their trustees. And so they brought me in to do a training about the SBC. So I uh, had a great time with that board and um, and walked through how the SBC works. How, a lot of them, you know, how did you get here? How did you become a trustee? What's the process from start to finish? And so it was a good, really, really good time, I think. So yeah. I was just there quickly. I, w- I wasn't, by the time they had the plenary and, and things, I was already gone, but it was a, a great, great opportunity. Yeah. So, well, thank you for doing that. And uh, news from the trustee meeting, they reported that uh, this year's budget, they have set at $238.7 million, which is up from last year's $217 million. So about a 10% bump in their budget. They're getting close to moving into their new digs down in Brentwood. And also uh, they reported that they, they're beta testing a new curriculum across the country. It's uh, going on in 37 churches across 27 states. And uh, another thing, Amy, that they're going to be presenting a check, I think in about two or three weeks, to the North American Mission Board and International Mission Board for a total of $545,000 that they collected at missions offerings this past summer during their camps. The most important stat, as Ben Mandrell said in his report, was that 1,783 young people gave their lives to Christ this summer at Lifeway Camps. All right. That's the best news of all. Absolutely. And on that news, we'll end it right there and bring us to our favorite part of the week, This Week in SBC History. Amy, blow our minds. All right. So we're going to go to 1951. And, By the way, uh, Amy, Bart Barber has a bone to pick with you about last week. Just throwing I've, that out there. I've already seen. Okay. I've already seen. And um, he is... Uh, He's not he wrong. Listened to, right, he listened to the podcast and learned something he hadn't heard before, which sort of creeped him out. And that was the last week's This Week in SBC History, which... Well, it was it was definitely unexpected. I'll say that. Yes. So this and, week, and that made us also the number one SBC podcast in Senegal this week. Clearly, clearly, clearly it did. Clearly. Um, well, I am talking about another crime this week. Uh-oh. Landon Miller, Doctor Landon Miller, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Brookhaven, had someone uh, break into his study. They took a wire recorder. So I guess that was a pretty, you know pretty important, valuable piece. But then they took a large file of completely written out sermons, 10 years worth of sermons that he had written by hand, broke into the study and said, so this is what it said. It said he, at the time of the theft, Dr. Miller was preparing to leave for a revival in Paris, Texas. He had recently resigned the Brookhaven pastorate after four years of service to accept a call to the First Baptist Church of Sherman, Texas. And uh, then the, la- the last part says, Dr. Miller would like to have his sermons back. In fact, he needs them badly. And so I have no idea <laughs> if this happened. <laughs> I think that the badly part, I, that's a little harsh. right? There. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, all right. So I'm going to I'm going to pontificate a. Um, a, a motive and a culprit here. Okay. This is one of the deacons who's mad that he's leaving. And it's like, look, you're not, if you're going to go to another church, you're not taking the sermons that you wrote for us. 
and just going to take them with you to go there. <laughs> Those sermons that you preached here are staying here. And um, I'm, I'm just saying. I, that's very possible that that's what it is. So First Baptist Sherman, Texas, that's where Mike that's Lawson. That's Mike Lawson. We yeah, got to ask Mike, Mike about this. It's Mike Lawson's church. So we need to ask him if he knows anything about Landon Miller. Lasted two weeks the, because he didn't have any sermons to preach, apparently. <laughs> So, um, so Baptist Press was very much the place for cr- that crime was reported. This is 1951. It's like you <laughs> picked up two crimes in 30 years. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, uh, I just happened to I had I stumbled on it. And I was like, okay, we've got to do this. So, a wire recorder, maybe he's going to sell it, you know, and ten years worth of written out sermons. So, you know. I mean, when somebody's like iCloud backup doesn't work and their computer crashes and they're mad at technology, well, you know what? Landon Miller lost all of his too. And so there are ways that, you know, doesn't matter how it was done. So I'm telling you, line the deacons up. Let's go. Yep. So uh, there was a was crime mad. in Brookhaven, Mississippi, and Baptist Press was letting the world know uh, and making an appeal for return of the sermons. Badly. Badly this week in SBC history. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, that's that's crazy. All right. Resources of the week, Amy. I'm, I'm really excited about yours, by the way. I'm excited I about mine too, too, but I'm really excited about yours. Yes. So mine is Sight and Sound Theater. They are uh, up in Pennsylvania, which I've been to and I love. Also one in they, Branson. Yes, but I've been to the one in Pennsylvania. They are debuting live production of David at uh, on. If you're listening to this, this is going to drop on September 2nd. I guess it's going to debut live on the evening of September 2nd, but then they're going to do replays of it and sight and sound TV. There's like a, it, I mean, it's, it's like a live streaming app. I've, mm-hmm. I've had it on Roku and, and things like that. Um, man, I love sight and sound theater. It is absolutely incredible. And I bet, I bet this show is amazing. So very excited for, there's going to be four encore showings on the third and the fourth. So if you're listening to this on Labor Day or next week, I'm sorry, you've missed it, but mm. I'm sure they have it on DVD where you can order because they do sell DVDs or but, buy it on the app. I mean, it's probably on the app available to watch it delayed. I would guess maybe, you maybe, Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. That's probably what it is. But anyway, One of these days I'm going to go to the Sight and Sound Theater. Have you ever been? Yes, I've been to the one in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, okay. Yeah, I saw saw Jesus. That was, it was. The play. (laughs) The play. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've seen the video of that one as well. That's amazing. (laughs) They should make that a t-shirt. I saw Jesus at Sight and Sound. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It it was wonderful. I loved it. (laughs) I've also seen the Noah one. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that one. That one wasn't as good, I didn't think. The Jesus one was fantastic, though. So they they, get better. I think the Noah was one of the first ones they did. Uh, It was neat to see all the animals. They had giraffes, so let Keith know. Um, Okay. Keith's a big fan of giraffes. Yeah. So, all right. My resource of the week. I saw Jesus. That's so great. Um, My resource of the week, Patrick Schreiner has a new commentary out, part of the Christian Standard Commentary series on the Book of Acts. 
So I got to hang out with Patrick Schreiner for the first time this yeah, past Sunday night. Guy. Whenever we were going through Kansas City, hung out with him and his lovely family and their dog, and we had a great old time. Julie Masson uh, had us uh, for dinner, and we all kind of sat around, and she made carrot cake, and Amy, it was spectacular. And mm-hmm. um, probably one of the best things I've eaten all week is uh, was that carrot cake the other night. But anyway, enough of that. Um, but the book, The Christian Standard Commentary Acts Commentary. So get that from Patrick Shiner, brand new out. Uh, it helps the reader understand the, each book's biblical theology, its place in the broader narrative of Scripture, and its importance for the church today. So Patrick's got a new book out on Acts. And, uh, you know, get it, check it out, and use it uh, as one of your commentaries. All right. Very cool. Well, that's that's awesome. Um, Good timing on that, Patrick. To to meet him the other night, that way I can like I feel like I can actually legitimately promote this because I know him now. Yeah. 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 So Patrick's okay. great. Yeah. So teaches cool. a Midwestern. So all right, very cool. Uh, well, that's going to do it for our show this week. It's going to be a hard day tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday night because drop off and everything's Friday. So Amy, pray for me. Yeah. So did now? Did you guys take like? Is he gonna have a car out there? So yeah, you drove his drove. car yes. out. You drove yes. his car out, and then you're flying back. That is correct. Very cool. All a right. A little quicker quick, getting home than it yes. was getting here. Yes. All right. Quick shout out to a conversation I am noticing is happening on Twitter. Okay. Um, Jay Adkins put a post of someone who apparently looks like me that works for NASA. And it's getting some comments, uh, several people commenting on it. I'm trying to see if I can see it. I think I, I think I can. I think I can. But uh, but anyway, it's uh, it says, did you guys know that NASA had their own AC wit? And uh, yeah, I think I can see how that probably looks like me. But I definitely do not work for NASA because Whoa. they. Holy yeah. cow. Oh my word. Does it you think it looks like me? Yeah. Well, there you go. It's not me though, folks, because at NASA, you have to do math. You so. have to do math. Milky Way this week would be uh that's that's Amy's other podcast. Yeah. So holy smokes, she looks just like you. Yep. Wow. So she's the launch director for the Artemis launch. Oh, yep. It's supposed to launch on so, uh the second, right? That's tomorrow. Yeah. Or is yeah, it Saturday so the third? I think it's third. Saturday the third. Yeah, the yeah. third. Okay. So she's super cool. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's uncanny. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, Amy, I'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.